Hey everyone, welcome back to She Prop Talk. I'm Beverly, and today's guest is Leah DeAndre. Hey, Leah, how are you? I am excellent. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited. Uh, I'm really excited too. Um, and uh, everyone watching and listening, this is the other wasp, the one with the wings that move, the one that you all thought was me. It is her, and look right behind her. Oh my God, I'm so excited. Seriously, like I, okay, so let's back up just a second because I, um, let's go back to Dragon Con where we met. This yeah. was what, 2018. Mm -hmm. um, we were both there. <laughs> and did you, did we debut at this, on the same day or were you there the day before? We debuted, I think, on the same day at the making at the Marvel, the group Marvel shot. Right. Yeah. Right. Which is nice yeah. and confusing. <laughs> <laughs> well, and so like right before that, I had gotten dressed and I went down to the uh, photo booth that's on the bottom level of the Marriott. And uh, I was standing there waiting to have my picture taken before going to the group. And somebody ran up to me and was like, oh, my God, I've been following your progress online. You hand punched all of this leather, right? And I'm oh, like, no. <laughs> that was not me. I don't know who you're talking about. Yeah, it was, it was pretty hilarious to have to tell somebody, oh my God. no, I'm sorry. That's not me. Oh my God. Well, yeah, I, uh, I, I think I remember the, the, the first second I saw you, I think maybe three or four people were like, oh my God, look at her over there. Look at that. Oh my God. Do you know her? This is amazing. I, I think it was amazing for everybody except for maybe the Marvel, Marvel folks that I was with because <laughs> they had this whole like uh, photo thing um, and recording um, planned for that day. So yeah, we had, to, we had to stay separated. So I couldn't even get to you to say hi, but I think, was it earlier that day when we were in the, in the courtyard? I, I was trying to get over to you because I saw you and your wings were moving and you're amazing. And I, and I just couldn't get over there. So. Yeah. yeah. Well, and those places are, are crazy crowded yeah. as well. It's hard to just get to a water fountain sometimes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That was my first dragon con and that was insane. That was pretty, that was pretty crazy. But yeah, I, I want to go back. Probably not this year. <laughs> next, next year. Yeah, I, we just, what was it, a couple of days ago, just got the notification from DragonCon. They're like, yep, we're canceling. We're going digital this year. And I'm like, yes, a good idea. It's about time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm glad they, they finally made that decision for everybody. So it kind of makes it easier and safer for everybody too. Yeah, and yeah. it gives the hotels the ability for everybody to bump their, to avoid that crazy land grab in October and bump their reservations. God, that's a huge stressor off of our shoulders. Yeah. Well, I, we didn't have a reservation, so I'm hoping that we can figure it out for next year. So we were going to be like, well, maybe if, you know, one of the hotels around in the outside area has some space, we'll go for a couple of days. But yeah, we'll see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> if, the, if the world is still around by then. <laughs> Everything's on fire. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, uh, yeah, let's, let's go back briefly to Dragon Con because um, we actually met like for reals after meeting Evangeline, Lily, mm -hmm. the actress that um, wears this costume, the wasp costume. So we're talking about the wasp. And if you have no idea what we're talking about, which wasp, it's the wasp from Ant-Man and the Wasp. Um, the first female Marvel superhero character that had her own name on like dual billing, which was really exciting. Um, but uh, we were, it was on Sunday at Dragon Con, we were both standing mm -hmm. in line for, um, to meet Evangeline and get a photo op with her. Um, and that, that was, that was pretty funny. I insisted that after our photo with her, that we stayed and we waited <laughs> for you to come around because there was no way I was going to leave Atlanta yeah. without just completely going crazy over your your wings because they move mine do not move i am the one that does not have movable wings mine were very stationary um but yours are they actually move like you can push a little button and they go up and then they flutter a little bit right mm -hmm. and then mm -hmm. they go down um let me get fancy here and i'm going to share that video 
the video that everyone tagged me in and I, I swear to God, I spent like two days <laughs> being like, no, it's this, it's this person. Um, Cause your husband also, your husband also um, worked on those if I'm mm -hmm. not mistaken. We've since Yay. gone and done a little bit of tweaking. <laughs> um, I tried to do a version two of the whole getup for D23 last year, but um, right around the time that we met, I had just started a job at a new company. Well, the company's been around 30 years. I was new to the company. And since then, it's taken so much of my focus and so much of my time that I haven't really been able to focus as much on my personal projects as I would like. So I didn't quite get WASP 2.0 finished in time for the D23 masquerade entry that I had been planning and had been accepted to. And I had to call them oh. the day before and be like, yeah, no, my stuff's not done. And uh, oh, I'm not no. going to make it. So, but we took everything with us and still wore the wings around the convention floor. I just did it in space leggings and a Pimtech shirt. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> we uh, flew them all the way out there, be... might as well. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, no, it was, we may have focused more on the wings, but I, I still think your suit was put together better. Oh. Way better than mine. I did not spend the time on that that I should have. But uh, well, that's what 2.0 is for. Yeah. So let's talk about that a little bit because when I met you, Jack and Con, you were like, oh, yeah, I just like, you know, put this together in the last like three or four days, five days. <laughs> and I like, I, I think I stopped breathing completely because <laughs> mine took like four months of nonstop. It's like, okay, okay, A, I kind of hate you a little bit. B, whoa, <laughs> that is amazing. Well, okay. A lot so of emotions the, at that moment the, <laughs> for the me. The sewing labor was, was three to four days. I missed out on most of the convention. Like when, when we went to the, the group Marvel shoot on that Saturday, that was the second time I had set foot out of the hotel room. I'm never oh. doing that again. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh, that's no, kind it was of a not, Yeah. That was, that was a, enough people had helped us gather the materials and gather the research that I couldn't not finish. It became yeah. the, I have to finish it because so-and-so laser cut my leather and I have to finish because this other friend got me all this great firsthand research from being on site. That's probably all I can say about that. Um, you know, and it was, I didn't want to let other people down. And sometimes you just get in that tunnel vision headspace where you're like, nope, mm -hmm. I'm going to finish this and I'm going to finish it. Nutrition and hydration be darned, you know? Sure. Never yeah. again. Yeah. So. Uh, well, um, thank you for, for being there because that was such a wonderful, cool moment to see another person that was just, yeah, I just loved your wings were just amazing. Yeah. And that was one of the things I think the wings were, they weren't one of the last things that I worked on, but they were, the suit was certainly something that I spent the most time on just because it's not really that level of sewing is not really my wheelhouse. Um, I don't know that I can say that it is even now because I always, I, w I feel like I can make anything in foam and I'm, mm -hmm. I feel pretty confident with that. But yeah, that wasp suit is, um, that was insane. And if you flipped my seams on that costume, I think you'd be like, what is this girl doing? Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. My seams are totally unfinished as well. Yeah. Well, good. Thanks for making me feel better about it. <laughs> <laughs> unfinished. And I ended up with a trachea bruise from the red piping digging oh, in. No. <laughs> oh God. Wow. Yeah, so, no, no. Don't even worry about it. Don't even worry about it. So well, I, could, I, yeah. I love that. Um, that with like costume, the cosplay, there's always like a thousand different ways that you can make the same thing. And when I was standing there and when we were standing there next to each other, it was like, Oh my gosh, I had so much fun looking at how you had constructed everything. Um, and that your different seam lines and, and everything. It was just, it was just awesome. A lot of it was like, oh, I should have done mine that way. That, that looks like that would have been like a much easier or not easier, but like a, a smarter way to, to make that seam come together right there, that kind of thing. So well, see, and I did the same thing because I started uh, internet stalking your progress and I was like, ooh, that's a skill I don't have. I want to learn how to do that. And so I have so many different chemical samples now I have silicone samples and I have Ooh, cool. tinting samples working at an animatronics company helps because I was able to go to 
people there and be like, can you teach me how to do this? Because I need to make this red piping. Can you teach me how to do this? Because I have to make a carbon fiber backpack. Can you teach me how to do this so I can make plastic boobs? Like, yeah, yeah, all the <laughs> amazing. Oh yeah, so I was working on a large scale puppet, like four people go inside of this puppet and it's it's in a parade at a theme park. Once that theme park reopens and starts doing parades again, it's over on your coast uh, down in Anaheim. That's also oh. all I can say about that. Okay. Um, and <laughs> one of the foam fabrication leads from my department, I was like, hey, Serena, I don't know how to carve foam. Can you teach me how to carve foam? She's like, yeah, what do you want to learn? And I'm like, oh I need boobs. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, what? So I ended up making them and then did warbler I used them as a mold and I did warbler on top of it and I brought them into work to show her be like look at what I did I made these things and one of the other um guys on that same project held them up and he's like <laughs> looks pretty good oh, for crying out oh that's hilarious oh my gosh yeah, so yeah I had I... another guy taught me how to do carbon fiber so was that like for real carbon fiber it is wow um okay can you can you talk about that process at all? Yeah. So okay, because um, I know I, I have to preface this with there you have your 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 work capacity right now. Uh, you work on a lot of things, but you cannot talk about a lot of them. So right. you're you're gonna stop me if I ask you a question that you're not allowed. So elaborate sure. on. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Okay. So let's talk yeah. about car that carbon fiber. So this is okay. this is the backpack for Wings 2.0. Okay. Because um, I wanted something that went under the suit um, that would, because the problem we were having with the first version and the, the leather suit was that everything shifts a little. And so trying to get a webbing harness to line up to the snaps on the, on the metal frame was a giant pain in the rear end. And so this time around, I was like, you know what, I need something thin and strong. Um, and so there was a guy in, I think, the assembly department at the time that used to work for the military making airplane fuselage. Yeah. And cool. so I was like, hey, hey, can you teach me how to do carbon fiber? I will repair all of your clothing that has holes in it from work if you teach me how to carbon fiber. Awesome. And so we got together one weekend and uh, just kind of, it's not perfect. You know, it's my first attempt at carbon fiber. There's a couple of little bubbles. But um, I had, he had me buy... I can't remember the name of the stuff now. I made a foam positive. I painted it in like seven layers of this hardening plastic stuff. And then I will get you the name later because I can't remember what it is right now. Okay. And I took that in and we used that as my positive. We did the release on it um, and then just started laying carbon fiber down and brushing the, the cabestil. That's terrible. I have it all written down in my notebooks at work. Okay. Um, started brushing all the layers on and then just smoothing the bubbles out. And we did a cross layer and smoothed the bubbles out and then did the final layer. So this is only three layers of carbon fiber, but it is wow. quite rigid. And then oh. I brought it home and we trimmed it out and smoothed it down and then drilled. And it's hard to see because, um, you know, black on black, but these are the female side of the Fitbox snaps I use to mount the wings to my back. Okay. Um, these can Sorry, what was that snap called again? Because I'm, take, I'm taking notes. <laughs> Absolutely. It's F-I-D-L-O-C-K. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Absolutely. It's Dealing a, your secrets? <laughs> do it. It's a German brand, but there's a U.S. manufacturer, and you can also occasionally buy um, one-offs off of people on Etsy. Um, but they're magnetic snaps. So it's a directional release. You have to slide. You can... There we go. Oh yeah, I can see. So it's like a yeah. U, you have to slide up to release it, but it, because it's magnetic, you can be just kind of in the vicinity and it pulls it in place. Oh, yeah. wow. And Game they have like buckle releases. They've got mini turn knobs. <laughs> I'm actually making a uh, Batu bound with a quarter turn uh, Fidlock belt buckle so that I can have my hip bag with all my gear in it. But then when I go through security or get on a ride, it's just a quick little magnetic release to take it off and then put it back on. Oh my gosh. I'm extra. <laughs> wow. I, I bow to your extraness. That's, those things are awesome. 
Wow. Yeah. Cool. Oh, they okay. are. And each one of these holds about 44 kilograms, which is way overkill for my little <clears throat> eight pound backpack. Yeah. Oh my God. Well, that overkill. certainly makes, makes, makes them secure. Oh yeah. They're not going anywhere. Not going anywhere. Um, cool. Okay. Well, we could even be done with this episode right now. And we're like, <laughs> this is great. Thanks. So much information. <laughs> Thanks, Leah. Anytime. Anytime. This is amazing. Okay. Um, so carbon fiber harness underneath 2.0. Um, how did you attach the... 1.0. How did you, how was that attached? It was the, it was the Fidlocks, but I had a harness made out of seatbelt webbing. Oh, okay. So Underneath. on the back, it, okay. yeah, it came up. You're going to, I'm going to have to stand up to demonstrate this because it okay. came up over my shoulders, down between, and then okay. wrapped around my rib cage, then went uh, back up into, I had made a rectangle framework okay. and stitched it all. But it, uh, <laughs> It dug, you know, it was not, yeah. I did not put the thought into that. So I ended up with red marks all along here. And then the sure. piping was digging into my throat and. Oh, was, yeah. yeah. How heavy are those wings in that whole backpack unit? Um, with everything put together, I think it's only about eight pounds. Yeah. It might be, mm. might be up to 10. Um, and we, as, uh, as I was getting this set up for today, I was actually, Chris and I were talking about, do we really need eight servos? Could we maybe downgrade that to six? <laughs> eight seems like overkill. If we downgraded it to six, everything could get a little narrower and a little more screen accurate. It never stops. Yeah. Yeah. No, it doesn't. Yeah. I expect no less, <laughs> especially with, with the two of you, minds together. Um, so let's, can we talk briefly about, mm -hmm. about that whole setup? So you're talking about servos. Um, for anyone who doesn't know what a servo is, can you tell us a little bit about what that, what that is all about? Just briefly. That, like, yeah, that might be a little bit more of a Chris question. I'm still okay. learning a lot of uh -huh. the electronic stuff, but the, if, my under, if my understanding is correct and the internet will tell me when I'm wrong, thank you internet. <laughs> um, a servo is more of a rotational um, power so, or a driven source. So like okay. you see, we a lot of times we think of like motors where it's a push a push pull um i think i'm wrong but um we've got eight servos on this and they have two <laughs> point each so each wing has two servos they have two points of motion the first one being that they rotate up and then okay. the second one is the lateral rotation where it kind of looks like it flutters okay. um so yeah i'm pretty sure it's a rotational okay I'm still learning that's why i'm taking that job in control because i want to learn all this stuff yeah, no, that's super exciting. Okay, so servos making that makes them move, and then there's got to be a motor in there somewhere, some sort of like. Uh... I'm pretty sure the servo is. Is, is the, the motor okay? Yeah. All right. <laughs> I'm, I'm the no worst. either. <laughs> that's okay. Hey, listeners and watchers, go find out what a servo is, and uh... yeah, well, and so like we started by. Um, I do know that the motor controller we have in there is a Pololu Maestro. It's a $12 or $12, 12 channel microcontroller. Um, okay. And because we've got eight servos, each one of those is a different channel. So ostensibly, if we've got it hooked up to the computer, we could have one wing pop up and just kind of rotate. Oh, okay. And that's why we were talking about downgrading to six is so that the top two wings have one servo controlling the up and down and the bottom. Oh. Yeah, because we've got them programmed right now where the, when they're all up, the bottom two, how do I demonstrate? So the bottom two <laughs> come down and slightly flutter to nest. Okay. And then only at, after that do the top two then come down and also slightly flutter in order to nest. Okay. Um, yeah. Wow. We need this. It's a lot. It's a lot. That this is, is so all, the, all the programming because that's still. Yeah over my head just a little, well, a lot of it. I'm down yeah. here in the control yeah. <laughs> stuff. Yeah. Me too, sister. That's why I do those podcasts, so I can glean information from, from, other, from other people. Learn all the things. Yeah, exactly. Uh, cool. 
so how did you control? Do you know how you controlled it? I know, yeah, I know so, there's a button somewhere on your mm -hmm. forearm. The so version one has the buttons in the wrist controller. But looking at that video, this is just distracting. So on version two, we actually ran um, a different cable down and um, had a little pocket. In the suit, it's gonna be, it was a little pocket, but since I didn't wear the suit, I kind of just taped them to my hip. Little um, membrane buttons so that I could like pose with a hand on my hip and have okay. two buttons on the, you can feel them a little bit through the pants. And okay. so I had buttons hidden under my pants. But the first one, it was up, down, and to be determined. I had three buttons. Awesome. That's really cool. So was it like a Bluetooth kind of a thing? No, we ran it. We ran it with a serial cable. I'm I'm paranoid about having uh, Bluetooth on my on my person in a crowded setting because uh, if it's unsecured, somebody who is feeling a bit like uh, our our favorite mischief god, they can come along and hook up to my Bluetooth <laughs> and then just start opening and closing my wings willy nilly. Yeah. And. Uh, when they're you know, eight feet across, you can hit people with those. Oh, and it's sure. Safe. Yeah. So I always them. do a hard connection. <laughs> always do a hard connection. For uh, for the the LED lights inside my Wasp backpack, um, they were just they were just like one of these regular controllers, mm -hmm. and somebody in DragonCon, at least one person, had was on the same frequency or something. I don't really understand. And so the colors that I needed were red, mm -hmm. and um, they turned blue at one point or purple, and then they started blinking. Um, and thankfully, thankfully that only happened once. <laughs> but yeah, I got back to the hotel room and I, and I took everything off and the lights were not synced together. Like I went to turn everything off and it was like one of them was a different color where it was like blinking or something. And I was like, oh, I didn't realize that was going to happen. So yeah, I've yeah. got a lot to learn. Um, but again, that's what this podcast is all about. So I can learn all the things. <laughs> Well, and you know, when you're doing the LED lights, that's, I mean, it's not like you had one of those scrolling LED signs right. where you can like program a word. So it's not like somebody could change you from saying Ant-Man and the Wasp to right. F-bomb and F-bomb right. and... Right. Yeah. yeah. Beverly sucks. No. <laughs> oh, no. What a no. joke. Um, no. Cool. So you are still version 2.0. Oh, it's still sort of a, a project that's, yeah. that is happening. Awesome. Yeah, with, uh, with the COVID stuff and with some of the projects going on at work. Um, well, okay, let me backtrack. Up until very recently, we were still working towards uh, getting everything ready for Star Wars Celebration this year. Mm -hmm. Chris is working on kind of a upgrade to his C-3PO that he built for the last celebration. He built a BB-8. Um, it was amazing. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. My my husband is the director of technical design at the same company where I work. So he's, I worked there for a year before he got hired, and he came in at like third from the top. I was third from the bottom. Yeah, yeah. Good times. <laughs> that wasn't a, that wasn't a blow to my ego or anything. Um, so he's he's on a much different level with that. But it's, he would tell you differently. He would tell you that he's just a hobbyist. And it's kind of the same thing. Like the people that I work with are so immensely talented and their, their skill sets are also varied that there isn't a day that goes by that I don't have severe imposter syndrome. Oh, I can yeah. only imagine how stressful that is. I, I feel like everybody's dream is to work in some, in that capacity, you know, be paid for that kind of work. But I can, I can only imagine how difficult that would be to, um, for your, you know, to be surrounded by that much talent, like you're saying. Yeah, but, but everybody is just mm -hmm. so open and supportive and willing to teach. They, their only caveat is like, if I teach you to do this, will you teach me how to sew? And I'm like, yes, yeah. right, let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So is yeah, sewing was was sewing where you where you started um, mm -hmm. with with creation making? Yeah, uh, I started sewing when I was 15, which is a little longer ago than I care to admit. Um, <laughs> my 20 year high school reunion is supposed to be in August, but I think it's been canceled. Um, so I started sewing when I was 15. I wanted to go to Renaissance Festival and a mm -hmm. friend of mine's mom taught me because my mom's a physician. She can't, can't sew a button. Oh, she thinks she can. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so 
you know, it didn't, it didn't dawn on me that sewing could be a career path until I was in my early 20s. I made a episode two Padme costume. It was uh, the purple wow. velvet and had this copper headdress that comes off of the back of the head, yeah. very African inspired. And I made one of those and went to a convention in Denver and got talked into entering a costume contest, ended up winning in my category. And afterwards, people were like, do you study costume design? And I'm like, that's a thing? Yeah. Amazing. And wow. so here I am. Yeah. It's very much a comedy of errors how I've gotten into this job. It was never, it was never the path that I thought I would be on. Yeah. But it's been a ride. That's really, that's really great. And how awesome was that moment? Like you think about, you go back in time in your own life and think about those moments that really kind of pivoted things for you. And it sounds like that was that moment. It really <laughs> was. For you. Yeah. Awesome. Until that point, I had no idea what I wanted to do at yeah. all. I had, I had gone to a private military school thinking I was going to go to the Naval Academy. I thought I was going to be a pilot, realized I was way too sassy for the military. I mean, it's, it's nuts. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. That sounds a little bit like a Carol Danvers. Just a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> then that was before I even knew who Captain Marvel was. Yeah. 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 Oh, wow. I was, a, I was a rogue girl all the way. X-Men. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, awesome. <laughs> well, um, well, cool. So if, let's continue on with the, with the wing theme because these are not the only wings that you have created. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, you also sent me a really cool video of some steampunk wings that you made. Mm -hmm. Let's see if I can share that, that screen. So this was the Dragon Con Masquerade in 2012. Fun background on that. Chris and I had just gotten engaged the weekend before at uh, the Star Wars Celebration that year. And uh, we had been oh. working on, yep, there's Grant Amara, yep. who's since become mm -hmm. a friend of ours, which is awesome. This. I've run into him. Oh, that's so neat. I have it on mute right now, if that's okay. Just that's so totally fine. Keep, you can keep talking. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, it's so, so cool. Yeah. So I come out, the audience is silent because they're like, oh God, more steampunk. What is this? Okay, whatever. <laughs> For quiet, she'll just get off the stage. And I'm like, I'm like okay, are you ready for this? Finger, yeah. <laughs> wrist. Oh thing. my God, that's so cool. Oh yeah. my gosh. And then they lost their minds. They did. They did. They that just started so cool. cheering. Oh my gosh. Wings back down. I turn around. And so then the back, you can see that it's all water jet cut aluminum. The gears are actually part of the, the motor drive. Um, we've got flickering LEDs to make it look like it's candle powered. I go up to Grant and I'm like, push the yellow button. And, <laughs> and he, he loses giggles. his mind. <laughs> he does. It was so, it was so sweet. And I'm like, okay, I'm done. <laughs> Bye. Oh my gosh. That is so cool. Okay. Um, hang on. We're going to go back in time here of that. Maybe that'll yeah. work. And these are currently in a storage crate that's kind of difficult to get to in uh, Chris's droid building room. Yeah. Wow. So all of those gears, they were functional. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's a Yeah, they were part of the drive, which is funny because afterwards I was so amped up and for the the photos at, with the various press that they bring in at Dragon Con every year. I was, they had music going and I was, I was dancing and Chris was like, stop dancing. You're going to knock the gears out of alignment. I'm like, <laughs> oh, but I'm excited. I'm not dancing. He's like, stop. <laughs> I was like, stop it or you're going to ruin all my hard work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like, that was one of the first times that we had ordered anything from Big Blue Saw, which is based in Atlanta. Um, and that ended up being a little bit more expensive than we had intended because Big Blue Saw charges by the linear inch. So oh. those gears, all of the little teeth. Oh, no. A, those were, wow. Yeah. So we waited okay. for there to be a sale. So yeah. check in at Big Blue Saw frequently because there's sales and it's kind of the only way we can afford his stuff. But his, I mean, we had Big Blue Saw laser cut our, the PETG for the wasp wings. And we just, we waited for there to be a sale because it was just, otherwise it's a little Yeah. Pricey. So you're saying Big Blue Saw? Mm -hmm. that, what is, okay. I'll, I'll put Blue some saw. links. I'll put some links, everybody. Links in the, in the show notes for that. Oh, that's Take awesome. all my sources. Take them. Yes. Give them to me. <laughs> <laughs> um, so how, how heavy were those? 
was that? Those ones were about 14 pounds. Okay, so, so heavier. Yeah, wings. so I built, we had to build a thick, like a thick pad on the back. I had <laughs> heavily padded, um, thank God for steampunk because there was no way to disguise all this. I had heavily padded straps and then we had to put an additional kidney pad that went from the back of the wings and braced on my lower back because oh. there was no, there was no way to keep it all that high up on my back. Sure. But the, the nice yeah. thing is the kidney, kidney pad also kind of pushes um, the fan, the, uh, the wing fans away from my backside. The problem oh, okay. I find that I have a lot with <laughs> wings is, um, how do I say, I am bootylicious. Yeah. <laughs> and so everything bounces. <laughs> and so we, like with the wasp wings, when I walk, I have, and we're, this is why we're doing 2.0, because I want to redesign the wings. I walk with my hands behind my back. Um, with my fingers kind of tented out, pushing the wings away from my oh, okay. from my my tush when yeah. we're walking, because otherwise it can yeah. damage everything. Oh um, well, yeah. Uh, that's interesting. <laughs> I I didn't I didn't run into that because I mine were sticking straight out. <laughs> oh so instead, you just have to worry about hitting everybody else. I worry about hitting right. myself. You worry about hitting everybody else. I think right. your way is the smarter way to do it. Uh, I don't know. I had tiny, I, I had little wings, so I, I could like ex exchange my, my big wings, but I had to have somebody do it because I just had some, uh, some, what are they called? Screws. <laughs> screws. Some screws. Yeah. yeah, some, some screws that uh, you could undo and remove them. Very low tech. <laughs> well, and that's kind of what we're going for in this, in this next round with the, the Fidlocks in the carbon fiber pack is I want to have a stunt pack where it's just little tiny fake wings that don't yeah. do anything yeah. and are just in another backpack and I can just trade them out. Cause with these ones right now, <clears throat> I can't sit down. Oh yeah. yeah you no can't. Sitting. No. So ah, I, wow. I need to sit down. Yeah. Oh, Hey, I wanted to ask you how comfortable mm -hmm. were your shoes? Mine were awful. They're actually really comfortable. Um, yeah. I've been pretty adamant about, having comfortable footwear. Um, I made a Leia Haas snowsuit several years ago and I used nursing shoes, like nursemate shoes as the base, but hmm. the style I wanted, I could only find it in a half a size too small. Oh no. Yes. So I have to wear Ouch. like, I can't wear socks. I have to wear yeah. nylon. Um, never <laughs> Cut again. Cut your toenails. <laughs> yes. I, I cut my toenails way down. Oh God, that's... <laughs> Which I always get. A, I always try and get a mani pedi before con as a way to like calm down from the stress of getting ready for yeah. con. I go get my nails done, and I, I hate <laughs> shoes like that because I'm like, no, I just got my toes done. Oh man. Well, that's like no joke. That's actually I had a pair. Okay, not to get like too graphic or anything, but I had a pair of hiking boots. I went to uh, the Tetons one summer eons ago, and my my hiking boots were a little too small, and then they were new on top of that. And we, we went hiking and I forget which trail it was, but it, it was like a seven mile hike. I thought it was a mile hike. No, it was like a seven mile hike. And it was, it was like up and then down and then up and then down. And I had, I had damaged my toenails, mm -hmm. which I didn't realize was a thing until I did it. It was awful. So be nice to your feet. Yeah. I say that. And like the, the wasp boots that I had, I was going for more for, um, height, mm -hmm. <laughs> I wanted, I wanted a platform. So those were a, a little bit of a platform, but they were, I probably could have had like a size too big. I got my size, which was, I think a bad idea. I think I should have gotten a, a like the next size up just so yeah. I could have a little bit more, a little more room for those, um, for my feet to swell yeah, <laughs> and expand. It's a thing. It's, it's, it's a important. real thing. Yeah. I, oh God. There was one year we went to Disney for my friend's wedding. I was, I was the officiant in their flash mob wedding in front of the Haunted Mansion. Oh, and what? That sounds fun. That's, oh. <laughs> that's, a, that's a whole other story. And we, it was around food and wine festival. And the first day we got there, I didn't realize how much my feet swell after I fly mm. or when mm. I've been on my feet all day and yeah. imbibing. I had to buy shoes at the Japanese pavilion at Epcot. Because the shoes oh, I wore, like I went to the first aid station, I borrowed clippers, I tried wearing, like I bought a pair of sandals in, in the Moroccan pavilion and they were awful. Got to oh. Japan, bought another pair and was like, this is just 
this is my life now. I have to have, I have to wear Gata around Disney yeah. now. Yeah. Wow. Oh. Yeah. Good night. Yeah. No. And that's, swelling that's is like real a, folks. Swelling is real. And like your footwear, once your footwear fails, it's like you're done. You mm -hmm. can't, you just can't, you mm -hmm. can't anymore. Um, well, hey, we're, we're totally, um, we're totally getting off track here. Uh, <laughs> so let's go back to the, um, to the, to the wings and how, how they work. So did you already tell me, you didn't already tell me how you got those, like what the control was for, for that. Cause it was slightly oh, different. For the steampunk for the, ones. Yeah. The so yeah, the steampunk ones ran Arden, on an Arduino and, uh, to anybody who ends up watching the video later, Grant Imahara reads a description that we put together that talks about Arduino. Um, it talks about the serial cable. So with that one, that was the iPhone app control. Okay. And the iPhone app was really just a user interface to be kind of cool. It just sent two, two different character lines to the Arduino. One was literally O-P-E-N telling it to open and the other was C-O-O-S-E telling it to close. I actually had to think about the spelling of that. <laughs> um, That's all right. That's and the <laughs> iPhone app just made it a pretty interface. We were able to just kind of make it look good. The downside of doing an iPhone to do app control on an iPhone, I don't know how it is on Android or Google phones. Um, the <clears throat> but iOS apps, if they're not published through the the Apple Store, which we didn't because we didn't want to have to pay for it. Yeah. Um, once the OS updates, the app dies. So those, oh, yeah. Oh, bummer. So that worked for about two years. And then I upgraded the OS on my phone and we had to install a, a dead switch on the wings so that oh, in the future when I wore them, gosh. yeah, we tried to do it on like a long cable that I could still put on that bracer, but the, the cable wasn't working very well or whatever. So we stuck another one so that when I posed, I would pose and then like have the gun out have my hand at like kind of a parade rest and mm -hmm. I could have my thumb so like my hand is like this my thumb could hit the button that was hidden underneath the wings um kind of still gave the same effect yeah uh, but no more oh. no more app bummer yeah okay well that's 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 good to know um I'm still gonna go look it up because it sounds sounds kind of neat definitely like a, yeah. a, a practical thing um and Arduino stuff I still have to delve into, but that's next on my list of, of things to check yeah. out for. Adafruit sure. is a great resource yeah. for that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm awesome. sure you found it if you started searching for Arduino, um, but it's yeah. A-D-A-F-R-U-I-T.com. And she has put like all of the resources for it into one place, all of the stuff that you'll need. Um, she's got tutorials about the coding, which is immensely helpful for me because I'm not a coder. Um, but it's, it's literally like copy paste. And then she's like, and then in this tutorial, it'll tell you how to tweak it to do what you need, which is, Oh, that's awesome. Yes. She's God bless the internet and, and tutorials and people who are willing to share. Mm -hmm. That is amazing. Well, awesome. So let's see. So we talked about that and then, um, you had also sent me another video from another dragon con um costume let me let me this pull it one up. of my personal favorites it doesn't have wings though it's not wings but it's still but we're it's... still talking about uh themed things things mm -hmm. moving um yeah so this so... one still has an arduino control and we had to watch the film clip dozens and dozens of times which oh dang oh <laughs> um but we figured out how many times it was supposed to turn and then we ratcheted it down. So at the end, it was like the music box was coming to a stop. Here, I'm going to start. I'm going to start from sure, the beginning here. Yeah. Sure. We yeah, had to make sure awesome. that I stopped facing forward. Um, yeah. So if anybody who hasn't seen Chitty Chitty Bang Bang is watching this, please go watch <laughs> Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. It is an adorable Dick Van Dyke, Sally Ann Howe film from the 60s. Um, that is so cute. And yeah, so my husband and I always wanted to do these costumes, and we thought if we're going to do them, we're going to do them. And yeah, so we put well, this together. Holy cow! This is amazing. Okay, so if you are only listening to this episode, what um, can you describe 
what we're yeah. watching here. So we are watching the scene of the, Mar the Dick Van Dyke marionette doll and the Sally Ann Howe clockwork doll. And so you've got the sound muted, but it's, it's, uh, there's a whole song and it's a little duet that the two of them sang while she is doing a very stilted uh, kind of clockwork dance on this uh, music box. So I'm spinning around and around slowly, thank thankfully. <laughs> and uh, Dick Van Dyke, uh, otherwise known as Caractacus Potts, is dancing around <laughs> singing a song called Truly Scrumptious, which is the name of the character I was dressed up as. And uh, the part we're at now, he just looks in the mirror and realizes what he looks at. And so then I have to hit him and be like, no, pay attention. Um, <laughs> yeah, the greater scene that this is going on, they're trying to fool um, a despotic ruler who has kidnapped Dick Van Dyke's kids. Um, oh man, this, this, the book that this film was based on was written by the same guy who wrote, who wrote all of James Bond. Oh, what? Give you an idea. Wow. I, I know it's <laughs> such a hugely varied repertoire from this author. Yeah, uh, wow, that is amazing. Yeah, and then you just hop on off. And I oh, hop that's on so off. great. Yeah, big acrylic mirrors to kind of give a big reveal, and um, but I figured that with the talking about the technically operated wings, just to kind of give another idea of like here's some more stuff that Arduino can do in costumes. Okay. Um, coincidentally, the circumference of the platform I was standing on is the same circumference as an R2-D2 dome. What? Oh, that's weird. <laughs> I, wonder, I wonder how that came into play. <laughs> I, I wonder if we had a lazy Susan that was extra from when we built an R2. Cool. Maybe, so yeah, tell, tell, me, tell me about the components and how you got that platform to spin and also to hold, hold the weight of a person. Oof, right? Um, so that one was built almost entirely by Chris, uh, but I do know that he did it the same as they do the drives in the R2-D2 dome. So if anybody has gone to a convention and seen an R2-D2 being driven around, which most of the guys are really good about hiding the controller behind their back and driving it without anybody knowing that they're there. Um, it's, I never so realized Love the level so of puppetry <laughs> that goes into driving an R2-D2. But now that I work for what started as a puppetry company, I'm really starting to appreciate it. Mm -hmm. um, so it's, it'll, inside of there, you've got this big lazy 18 inch diameter lazy Susan. And then on the inner diameter of the lazy Susan, we've got another um, ring that has a rubber drive uh, belt. Thank you. I forgot the word belt. It has another <laughs> okay. gasket, a rubber gasket <laughs> around it. <laughs> and it's connected to another uh, drive belt that's connected to the motor. Um, so down in the base of that, it's just a little motor, the Arduino motor controller, a battery. Um, that one is really as simple as it comes. The programming in that was purely figuring out how many revolutions I needed to make at what speed and making sure that it ratcheted down as I approached the end and was facing forward. So in comparison to the wings that we had made two years prior, it was a cakewalk, but the result was so impactful in that costume. Mm. Just yeah. to have that whole, just come to a close, stop. It was amazing. Yeah. And then- It was a lot of fun. And at the beginning, because at the beginning you see it, you, it starts and then it stops and then he mm -hmm. fake kicks, kicks it. And then, mm -hmm. so was that also programmed into the performance it, of it? It was, and thank you for reminding me because I actually completely forgot about that. Shame on me. Um, <laughs> so yeah, we programmed in the initial start. I'm actually in a rotating chair so I can do this. So I'm standing there and we programmed in the start. So it, it starts a little and stops. And we programmed it in so that like he, Chris physically turns the key that's on the front of it. And there's a big red button on the corner. So as he's turning that key, he hits the button and that's the go button. And we put it there because it was also the emergency stop where if I was going to fall, I could hit that with my foot. Okay. Yeah. 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 Important. And Safety. Safety yeah. first. <laughs> yeah. Because I was two and a half feet off the ground and I couldn't, I couldn't look down. So yeah. it starts and it stops. And there was a certain amount of time that it knew to count. And then it starts again and the whole thing. Um, the aspect of that performance that was based entirely on that one depended on Chris because he had to listen to the track to know, okay, here's where we're at. 
and now I kick the box. Okay. So that one was more him. I just had to learn it dance. Yeah. <laughs> but still, that, that was amazing. Your, your emotions were perfect and spot on, by the way. So you remember how I told you I spent uh, all that time in the hotel room big, making the wasps? Yeah. Yeah, I did the same thing the same di- that same day, learning the oh. dance. I procrastinated and did not. <laughs> what? Well, you made it look Mason queen. <laughs> well, wow. Awesome. Yeah. Really cool. We are, we are running out of time. Sure. Um, but I think we had talked about, we talked about your steampunk wings, the wasp mm-hmm. wings, which I honestly could continue talking to you about for like forever. Um, yeah. I've always wanted to make that costume again, like a second time, but I don't, I'm not sure that I can because I have all those reference pictures. I don't know. Marvel is, Marvel is very, very protective of their, their IP and everything for good reasons. So yeah. 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 I get it. Yeah. Believe me. I yeah. get it. I had to, yeah. I had that first, like we tried to schedule this before. Then I was like, I'm still, I, I got to push it. The guy who was trying to figure out what I was and was not allowed to talk about had just put in his notice and was taking a job elsewhere. And so he was, and I'm just like, Henry, I need to know. I Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So well, that's I, okay. Believe me, I get it. But they gave me a list of things I'm allowed to talk about. Sure. I totally understand. Well, hey, uh, let's, I'm going to share one more thing because it's a, the last video that you just shared with me today. Let's see if I can find it. Oh, well, you know what? I'm going to share this picture. So this was taken, I'm guessing, at Dragon Con because I recognize mm-hmm. that 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 evening lighting um, yeah that was while you were at the big shoot <clears throat> with the marvel folks but after mm-hmm. it was on the same deck where the large group photo had been and then like half of the people went to the one that making marvel was doing yeah um we hung back just because of the giant crowd and there's yeah. an ant a group of what would you call a group of ant men <laughs> um an army of ant men I don't yeah. know. That's not very a squad of a squad of Scots. A squad, um, <laughs> a squad of Scots. Okay, I like that one way better. <laughs> there was a squad of Scots that were like, "Come, come, come get a picture." And I'm like, "Oh, oh okay, I'll go this way." <laughs> Can't oh, hear anything awesome. with the helmet on, and I'm like, "I don't know what's going on." And we're all like, "Shiny." Yeah. Oh, tell me about it. So I had, um, my helmet was made by Eric Jones from Core Geek and um, that helmet was beautiful and it was amazing. And you guys need to go to his page to check it out. But I couldn't hear anything either in, with that helmet on. And so when we were doing our, um, they had me standing in front of the, of everybody standing up on the, um, on the steps and they were trying to get us to all do the same motion at the same time. Like look over here and pose and look over here and pose. And I couldn't hear anything because, and the guy wasn't like making any motions to like direct us. So I had to, I think at one point I did it the wrong way. And so I think they did it again. And I don't know, I, it, it worked, but I will say, I will say this, my wings, because they stuck out straight. Um, at one point I was in, I was back in the crowd when they had like Thanos and um, Black Widow out in front because we couldn't be filmed together at the same time because at that point we weren't in the same universe together um, in the Marvel universe and the game hadn't come out yet. Um, all the people that I was standing with, I was hitting them with my wings nonstop. And, but they were yeah. so wonderful and so nice. Thank you, everybody who was there. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for not hating me forever for all of that. But yeah, helmets. You can't hear very much. But, and we're just yeah. getting a repeat of that with all the masks. The number of times I have to look at coworkers and be like, I have no idea what you just said. Yeah. Oh, totally. I have no idea yeah. what you just said. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, well, awesome. Then. Yeah, totally. Maybe I, I, I keep telling myself I can't wait for these days to be behind us, but I feel like they're going to be with us for a little bit. So we might as well just um, adapt for, yep. for the time being. Yep. Um, well, thank you so much for being here and spending the time and talking to me about all this stuff. It's been really interesting. And um, I've got my, my list of things that I'm going to go 
look up and I will, listeners and watchers, I'll, I'll include some links to some of the things that we talked about. Um, but if anybody wanted to follow your work, is there a way to do that? Um, anything online I've, or? I've got my Instagram. I'm General Leia, spelled L-E-A-H on Instagram because, you know, Princess Leia got a promotion, so I might as well have as well. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I mean, I have a I have a public figure Facebook page, but it's more for the acting that I did, and even then, it, there's not a whole lot going on on it right now since I took this job. Um, so yeah, just mostly on Instagram when I work on things that I'm allowed to post progress photos of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the thing. Um, I does your husband's Instagram page have any of these things on it? It does. He actually ends up usually being my photographer and videographer. Um, cause he knows that I like to be in the center of things <laughs> and, uh, his, I believe his Instagram is, Hey, it's Chris Lee. Yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> Which is, I love that name so much. That's great. <laughs> well, like his email is the real Chris Lee. And I'm like, Oh, Chris. <laughs> uh, yeah. that's pretty great though. That's pretty great. Uh, well, Thank you again. This has been really, really fun. I'm so glad that I finally got more than just like a few minutes of convention time to talk to you about the WASP because um, I've been looking forward to that ever since 2018. So, right. so thanks. Right. thanks for being I don't here. get out yeah. to the out to the West Coast as much as I would like. Yeah, it's unfortunate because I love it up there. In the well, West. yeah, it's it's like it's it's beautiful, beautiful weather. Um, it's just uh, hopefully we'll have conventions again and then maybe you can you can make come come on out that'd be awesome and be hopefully awesome. I can come out to Dragon Con and yeah we can hang out there yeah if you yeah. come next year you'll get to see me uh, in my final year in the Miss Star Trek Universe pageant I'm going to make ice cream on stage with a fire extinguisher what what okay I'm gonna do it this year but everything's canceled <laughs> oh my god I've entered it. nine years in a row as Deanna Troy, and I've lost nine years in a row as Deanna Troy. I am determined. <laughs> oh my God, that's hilarious. Okay, well, stay tuned, everybody. Keep an eye out for that Hopefully next yeah, year. Gonna I'm going to cross my fingers for you. Both fingers crossed. Thank you. It's going to be great. <laughs> Well, listeners and watchers, thank you so much for being here and please subscribe and follow, uh, follow everybody's work. And um, yeah, if you, if you want to check out um, Leah's work, you can find her online or hey, it's Chris Lee on Instagram and I'll put some links and everything. And yeah, that's it for now. Thanks again so much. Thank you for having me. <laughs> I look forward to hopefully doing it again soon. If yeah. not in person. Definitely. Absolutely. All right. All right. Well, thanks, everybody. See you next time.